Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sister Act, silent podcast coverage of Claim to Fame Season 2. I am your host, Gia Worthy, and today we will be covering uh, Season 2, Episode 6, Good Cap, Bad, Good Cop, Bad Cop. Uh, we have a fan favorite challenge coming back into Season 2, and who else could I have to join me to talk about this incredible episode? Then I would, I assume is the fan favorite of the podcast, my sister, Ari Fielding. Hi, Ari. Hi. Hi. Uh, long time no see. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it feels like just yesterday we were traveling to New Hampshire together. Yeah. Um, and not back together, but. There will be other trips. <laughs> to be fair, I offer to drive you back, and father decided to be a father and was like, no, I'll drive. Like, that's a lot of driving, so I'll yeah. do it. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. To be fair, though, you were much better company because Matthew fell asleep like 10 minutes in. Yeah, that's not surprising. I also yeah, fell I'm... asleep on the ride home, though. Yes. Yes. But I'd like to think we'd have riveting conversations on the way back. If... Yeah, that's true. Yes. If I was with you, I probably would. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, who was it? Oh, oh, yeah. And we decided where we're going for my 30th birthday. And I've already started telling people we made that decision. So there's no backseas now. Yeah, no turning back. No Wait, turning back. And I looked it up. Apparently, like winter in Ireland is not terrible. So I'm that's sure all it's I need. Still beautiful. So yeah, they were basically just like, um, it's probably a good idea to go because it'll be less crowded. But obviously, you won't be able to go to the things that are like spring or summer only. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I can live with that. So yeah, You're just going for the views. Yeah, I'm I'm going for the vibes and the views. Yep. Yes. So we had a very full weekend this like these past couple days, but we're here to talk about this very packed episode of Claim to Fame season two. Um, so I feel like we've been following a certain narrative through the past couple episodes, mainly that there are two sides of the house and that they're kind of at a war together. But this episode, we're seeing those lines really blurred and people thinking of more so about like who they're willing to betray to get to the end and maybe some like cross alliance working together that we initially did not think was going to happen. And we got this episode out of it and I kind of loved it. Yeah, as I said last week, I, I had no idea where it was going to go, and it, it really did go in uh, all sorts of directions. It really did, and I know we had been talking about some pot possibilities for Olivia's relative. I was really warming up to Olivia as a player in the past couple episodes. Mm -hmm. I was really just excited to see where she went. I was guessing that her relative was Ashton Kutcher, and that ended up not being right, but this was her elimination episode, and she's related to Jenny McCartney. Like, I would not have gotten there on my own. <laughs> I, they... Honestly, I'm not I'm not mad about this because they didn't give us a lot to yeah, go on for this episode. Like there, you know, sometimes the edits give us clues about like where this character's storyline is going to go. And it almost feels like 
they were saving Olivia for an end game character and they didn't end up doing that. She got eliminated here and she finishes in seventh place, which is about halfway. Um, they started, how many did they start with? Uh, they started, no, they started with 12. 12. So yeah. Yeah. So she's a little less than half. We're at the final six now, but honestly, I kind of like the bait and switch that we get here because I did not expect this to be how Olivia went out, but I'm kind of blown away that this was her journey and it was very interesting to watch. And we have a really interesting final six moving into next week. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I was surprised with how it went and yeah, I was also like, kind of like, Oh, like Olivia was like actually becoming a, a good player. Um, so yeah, I think I think she like she would have gone really far if she hadn't guessed wrong because I don't think anyone. I mean, at least from what we saw, nobody was onto her at all. Yeah, and it did take me the second watch for me to really pick up on what was going on here and what led to this decision to be made. But we got to give some props to Gabe, Chris, and Monet here because that those seem to be at least what the edit is telling us as the three that really worked into figuring out one Hugo's relative, but also convincing Olivia to take a chance on guessing Carson, which to be fair, was not Olivia really taking a chance. She seemed really confident in this guess of hers, but using her in a way that if she's right, then they get out one of the bigger threats in the game. And if she's wrong, then they take out the biggest threat in the game by and large because she was so difficult of a person to pin down and that's what they ended up doing and I'm honestly like this is something we saw in little sprinkles I guess you could say for last season but this this episode it really came out we got to see some really solid gameplay here yeah they're playing really smart now yeah definitely it's been it's been quite a wild ride they're really stepping up their game in season two yeah, they are. And so we've had some discussions about some of the different celebrities and like some of our guesses for who we think are these celebrities or these contestants are related to who their celebrity relative is. And we are learning a couple things about developments in this episode for where people are thinking in terms of like who their competitors relatives are. So one of the things we learn at the very beginning of the episode is Carson, who honestly, I have become a little more fan of a Carson during mm-hmm. this episode. So my apologies, Carson, for <laughs> everything I've said when Shane was still in the house. I stand by it because I love Shane, but like my bad also from the bottom of my heart, my bad. But we ha- so Carson is starting to realize that Jim Carrey is probably not Chris's relative. She saw his clue, the one that Shane pulled, I want to say, in the pre- – oh, no, 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 sorry. Monet pulled Chris's clue, and Shane pulled Carson's clue. So mm-hmm. Carson has seen Chris's clue now, like the physical clue that you get in the wine cellar, seeing that it's a teen idol in the 70s, which would not fit the description of Jim Carrey. So they're working on figuring out who Chris could actually be related to and also realizing that JR is probably not related to a basketball player. There are still some reasons to hold out and not completely dismiss that theory yet. But from the clues they have started to get and the fact that there really isn't anything 
directly related to basketball. They're guessing that JR is related to a musician and the working theory in the house before the immunity challenge is that he might be related to the baby. So they think. Yes. So they think. (laughs) Um, I don't know. So I don't know why this is where they go with that immediately because I just don't see baby as somebody that they'd be like, oh, this is an easily recognizable person. Let's put their relative on claim to fame. However, putting that aside, that is like the current theory in the house, but it, there's still some pieces that aren't quite together. So more on that later. Mm-hmm. And we saw last episode, Ari, that Chris and Gabe had been talking about potentially swapping clues. So Chris had been the winner of the challenge two episodes ago, and he had pulled Hugo's clue, to, um, which is something that nobody else in the house knows yet. And Hugo, on uh, basically going off of Monet's wishes, pulled Monet's clue, but he's still going to need some help when determining who Monet's relative is. And so Chris and Gabe swap clues and they're able to figure out, well, they're able to figure out that Monet's relative is somebody that was on Saturday Night Live and Curb Your Enthusiasm. While eventually they come to the conclusion about Hugo's clue, but the everybody, but basically they are sharing information mm-hmm. here. What yes. do you think about this for both of them? Like, what does this mean for their games moving forward? Yeah, it's definitely... Like the beginning, kind of like the the first instance of like a real crossing over of alliances. Um, like they're both they're both betraying their sides. Yeah, it almost seems like it, it doesn't feel like one person is giving up more than the other here currently. Yeah, um, but. We had kind of been told about this previously that like this wasn't, you know, these two are comfortable working together. Um, But we didn't really know what that meant until this episode because Gabe doesn't really want to betray Monet here, but he also needs to figure out who she's related to. And because Chris also has somebody's clue, this feels like a safe bet to him on somebody that they can swap information with. Definitely. Yes, but currently they're the only two that know about this. I was a little nervous for Monet going into this episode. I was worried this was going to turn into a, like, this is Monet's fall from grace episode, which it ended up not being. I I think she's okay still. I'm hoping that things stay like that for at least a little bit. I am a little worried for her moving forward. But as of right now, where we ended this episode – we have two people knowing the two shows that her relative was on. And luckily for us, as people that were Monet stands or current, we still are Monet stands. Yeah, are, yeah. But yes, are Monet stands, present tense, that they don't know, as Gabe put it, the token black man on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So Monet's secret is stay for at least the time being. Yeah, this is one that I feel like they they might like realize who it is but maybe not be able to think of his name yeah 
Yeah. And on it's a unique name. <laughs> yes. So honestly, as somebody that does not watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, not for any particular reason, I might pick it up after this because it seems like a funny show, but just not something that I have watched like regularly. I am excited. Like this is not something that I would have picked up on, but I do know the name of Monet's relative. So it ended up working out. But this is not something, this is not a name that I would have immediately recognized from Saturday Night Live or Curb Your Enthusiasm. But they do guess that just from the Saturday Night Live clue, Tracy Morgan was a cast member on Saturday Night Live and he was in 30 Rock. They don't know if he is on Curb Your Enthusiasm or not. He's not. But this is somebody that they are aware, like this is kind of like where their guesses are leaning towards right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not it's not a bad guess. No. But if you're if you don't know who's in curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. If you're going off of just like okay, black char- black uh comedians on Saturday Night Live. That's a good guess because obviously you can't go with Eddie Murphy because yeah. Shane, because we already had Shane's. Can you imagine if they had like two of the same relatives? That would like, be so it's... funny. I would have honestly, I think they should do that for season three. I would laugh yeah. so hard about it. Like just have two of Eddie Murphy's kids on season three. Yeah, but they can't tell the rest of the house. Like yes. them, didn't they do something like that with like siblings on Big Brother before? They've done so they've done a twin twist on Big Brother where basically they start the season with one twin in the house and every couple days they switch and like they switch twins in and out of the house and give them a limited amount of time to exchange information about (laughs) what's going on. And then after a certain amount of weeks, so like on Big Brother, it's like four or five weeks or something where they're like, okay, after like after the third elimination, you can like both twins come in the house and now they can play as two separate players. So basically they just have to survive a couple weeks before mm-hmm. they get in and play together. But which I get they can't really do for claim to fame, but honestly, I think something like that would be really funny. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So we have so I, I think in terms of like what they know about Saturday Night Live, this isn't a terrible guess. Um, there's not a lot to say that it isn't Tracy Morgan in there, but there also isn't a ton other than the Saturday Night Live clue that would indicate otherwise. But right. I kind of like that there are a couple clues in here that are overlapping, meaning that they can refer to multiple celebrities. So like. We've gotten the Saturday Night Live clue, which at this point could be Eddie Murphy, or it can also be to uh, Monet's relative. And maybe we got a couple other people in there that could have some connection to Saturday Night Live. Um, as we had talked about before, Ari, uh, with Olivia's relative being revealed, the mass singer, anything revolving a mass could be related mm-hmm. to Gabe's relative or... Olivia's relative. So I like some of those things where you don't initially think of them as like overlapping relatives, but there are some connections in there. And I really like that. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. I feel like I need to watch, I need to pick up The Mass Singer again soon. Like, I miss that show. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a few seasons, but it's I, funny. I, 
it was like a how do I put it? It's like a mind off show. Like it's yeah. fun to watch. I can enjoy myself. I don't have to think too hard about yeah. it. It's like very low stakes television, but in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the other two things about this that we just need to cover before we get to the main challenge is that in terms of Hugo's relative, they know that he's related to a president and they're thinking either Jimmy Carter or Donald Trump. And people are slowly but surely letting go of the NBA player theory for JR's relative because there's nothing on the clue (laughs) wall to indicate basketball. But JR is still kind of throwing a little nuggets in there to say, okay, like, but it could still be an NBA player. Yeah. Yes. I don't think it's going to work much longer. No, but I I think in terms of after – okay, so after this round, they have eliminated one of the guesses for Carson now because of this guess. And so, well, I don't think JR is out of the woods with his relative. Like, he could be finding himself in danger very soon, and I would not be surprised. But I think that there are some other people like Carson and Hugo where they're like, okay – I'm like now 90% sure about who this person is related to. And it that mm-hmm. might be enough to say, okay, like if I find myself in the bottom, this is who I want to guess. Yeah. Yes. And then we get to the main challenge, which is a elevated version of the lie detector test that we got last season and honestly Ari like there's been a couple times where we have gotten challenges and I said either I don't like this or I feel like they should have formatted this differently but here I think they did a really good job in improving the lie detector challenge yeah I think so too it was more entertaining this time and we like I feel like we actually got to see more of the questions yes I agree so last last season For this challenge, basically what they did is that the players got to ask whatever contestant was in the hot seat, three questions, and the lie detector would determine whether the person was telling the truth or lying, and the person that told the truth, determined by the lie detector the most, would be the winner of the challenge. And then the person that was the, or sorry, the two people that lied the most were in the bottom and not not, like there were a couple reasons why maybe that wasn't the best format to go with here but again that was kind of that was their inaugural season so we'll give them a pass for that but I like this version better because there are still going to be a player in the hot seat each round each contestant gets a turn in the hot seat they get to pick I want to say three questions they might not have given us like an exact amount here when they were describing it but For argument's sake, we'll just say three. So they get to ask the player in the hot seat three questions. They'll All of the other contestants will be in a separate room. They get to see the heart rate monitor of the contestant that is in the hot seat. And they have to guess for themselves whether or not that person is lying or telling the truth. And at the very end of the challenge, the player that was able to correctly guess how many people were telling the truth and how many people were lying. So basically the best detective of the challenge wins immunity and the people that got the least amount of answers right on whether or not a player was telling the truth will find themselves in the bottom two. 
And this time, instead of just having one of the Jonas Brothers answer, ask them the questions, uh, we have Detective Derek to be fielding (laughs) the questions from the contestants. Ari, what did you think about Detective Derek? It made it, I mean, you know, it was, this whole show is corny, but it made it more entertaining than just like the deadpan, like in an empty room. Like yeah. it was, it was staged in a a goofy but fun. I loved the addition of Detective Derek. Like, in terms of quality of the show, he did not add anything to make or break <laughs> the show. But was I entertained by mm-hmm. his performance? Absolutely, and I hope he comes back for season three. Yeah, me too. Yes. I absolutely loved it. And I love the restructuring of the show, some or of this challenge at least. Sometimes it feels like they either do too much with it or they try something so new that it just doesn't feel the same. It doesn't have that same vibe to it. Like we had some critiques about the telephone game in the previous episode for similar reasons here. I think that they did everything right with this challenge to like keep something that they felt like they had some power here and then made it even better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go into some of the guesses here. So Carson is our first contestant here. They have an idea of the profession of her relative, but as we see at the end, they go the wrong direction for this. So they ask Carson, is your celebrity relative a NASCAR driver? To which she says, yes. Do they drive a car number 24? To which she also says, yes. And then she asks if their relative is a junior, to which she says, no. Um, This is in reference to uh, Dale, I might say his name wrong, but uh, Earnhardt Jr. Earnhardt, yeah. 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 So they were trying to eliminate the choices between Jeff Gordon and Dale. And uh, they, so she tries to steer it in the direction of Jeff Gordon, which now we learn is a serious decoy here. But Gabriel believes that Carson is a terrible liar and that they're going to be able to nail down her relatives sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think um, while I was watching this, I was thinking that, like, watching, like, the heart rate, mm-hmm. um, I think it was going down when she was lying because she was, like, actually felt better knowing that they think, like, that they're yeah. still thinking the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely think that because one of – The choices has been officially eliminated here. They're just going to go with Dale the next time Mm -hmm. that they have the opportunity to guess Carson. So going into the final six, I think Carson's best bet here is to win immunity. Like that's really what she needs to do here because there's not going to be a lot of things left for them not to guess what is going to inevitably be the correct choice. Yeah. Yeah. And then I we forgot go to- about Dylan. Oh, Hart. sorry. No, you go first. You go <laughs> first. Now that I was just saying, I forgot about Diller and Hart. And yeah, that's like the only other like huge name that. Yeah. Like that's the only other name in racing that I would know. Yeah. And also like when we were talking originally about potential NASCAR drivers, I had said Danica Patrick as an option so obviously i don't know anything about nascar drivers or like who sponsors them or anything but apparently neither does this cast so 
the best yeah. choices that I think Carson could make here is to say either like or not say, but basically point in the direction of either win immunity or hint to people that her relative might be Danica Patrick instead, because I'm pretty sure Dale Earnhardt is actually her relative here. Hmm. Yeah. So then next we have Chris. Um, this is somebody that they also haven't been able to pin down specifically, but they're leaning more further and further away from it not being Jim Carrey, as I think is the correct choice here. So they asked Chris, was your relative a teen idol in the 70s? And is uh, are they known for being a musician? And he says yes to both of these. I might have missed a question when I was making these notes, but this is what I got from it. Um, and I just honestly, I think that Chris is in a good position in terms of how much information he has on other people, but he's slowly losing grip of the facade that he was able to keep up for a while about who people think his relative is. Yeah, I like really don't know who it is now. I do know, but I'm going to keep it to myself for right now. Okay. I did some digging on this for yeah. to, find, to figure out who it is, but I don't want to spoil it for people that are trying that are doing it like the all natural way of trying to figure out who it is. But um, definitely, I feel like I have enough to figure it out, but I haven't yet. Yeah, I think honestly, so I would not have figured this out unless I was able to Google like specific people and some of the songs they have released over the years and mm-hmm. things like that. So this isn't necessarily something that. I would not have figured this out on my own, but it was definitely helpful Yeah, to be able to, which is not something that they have in the house, as Chris helpfully (laughs) pointed out here, is that they aren't able to Google celebrities or like what songs they have and things like that. But the teen idol in the 70s and a musician are definitely clues that you want to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. And then after Chris, we have JR. JR is slowly also losing grip of people thinking that his relative is in the NBA. Now, Gabriel is very confident in JR being relative being in the NBA. While other people are less certain, Carson herself says she thinks that JR is related to musician, but they all want to figure it out specifically. So they ask JR, was your relative in the NBA? Twitchy says, nope. And is your relative a rapper? He also says, nope. He did. He really emphasizes the nope as yeah. well. Nope. Nope. And I, you could tell some of these players had a great time in this question, like mm-hmm. in this questioning. It was very funny to watch. Um, and then they do. So I thought they could only ask yes or no questions. Apparently they can ask any question because their final question for JR is what team does your relative play for? And he says Miami Heat. So. Gabe does not think that Jr. is related to DaBaby because he's DaBaby is too short to be related mm-hmm. to Jr. in his uh, in his reasoning. That's not an exact science, but like I think it got him to the correct conclusion at the end of this episode. Yeah, that's what really matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like not the best logic, but it did get him to the right place. So that's all we can really ask for here. And then Hugo thinks that JR is related to Dwayne Wade. They look very, they look alike. And for people that are not like not sold on him being related to a musician, I can see why Hugo would 
um, would come to this conclusion. But Carson does think that it's a musician at this point as well. And then after this, we have Olivia next, who no one knows who her relative is. So they're kind of throwing shit to the wind here. And this is pretty much the theme of this episode. It's just like no one knows who Olivia is related to. And they ask, does your relative have red hair? She says no. And is your relative known for using props in their comedy act? To which she also says no. And this is all based on the assumption that her relative is related to, or that her relative is Carrot Top. Um, I don't hate that they came to this assumption. But I feel like at some point they needed to have a little more to back it up. Yeah. Other than like the few clues that they have had. And maybe that is just part of the editing because we've only started hearing their guesses for Olivia's relative last episode. And this episode is the one where she's eliminated. Yeah. I also, I mean, I feel like is your relative known for using props in their comedy act is also like, it's a weird question. Cause like if she's a comedy actor, like, you know, yeah. Movies have props, like yeah. And I know that's not what they meant, yeah. But it just could, like, it could mean so many things. Yeah. The yeah. The problem that I have with that question is that it's so specific to one person because Carrot Top is known for using like props within his stand-up routine. Like mm-hmm. I know as somebody that has like seen him perform on tv like they he did like the comedy central roasts and stuff like that before so like i know what they meant by that but it's almost so specific that it feels like such nonsense and because yeah, it's like so specific it becomes too vague like yeah exactly and because her relative isn't carrot top like this it did not do, yeah it does not lead them anywhere like this is not the question that they think it is that they need to be asking right now i feel like at this point they need to be eliminating other options like okay it's a comedian um i guess you could say that jenny mccarthy is a comedian but she has done other work as well and they really needed to be like narrowing down the option for them instead of focusing on somebody that ended up being way off base mm-hmm. And after Olivia, we have Gabriel, who is very good at lying. Can we can we talk about this for a second, Ari? He was in his prime. Him and Hugo both like have been yeah. like like they are very good at this challenge. Like shockingly, so they were both like really confident. Yeah, about they it were, too. Well, they I were guess like- Gabriel was really sweaty, but. <laughs> Yes, he was worried about his sweaty pits being the indicator. Like, he's not actually worried about the lie detector. He's worried about his sweat giving him away. Honestly, fair, but not really it's the not challenge like, either. Yeah, and you also can't really tell, like, if he went into it sweaty, you're not going to yes. be able to tell if he's, like, getting sweatier, really. Yeah. I feel like for me personally, not that I'm like a nervous sweater or anything, but like if I am hot to the point where I'm sweating, I'm going to be sweating no matter what. But also if I'm in a challenge where people like you can't lie, then I'm going to be more nervous no matter what. Like even if I'm telling the truth the entire time, I'm going to be worried about the fact that people will think I'm lying. Yeah. And it just turns into this like accumulation of everything. Yeah, that's why. Well, that's like one reason why lie detectors aren't 
admissible in court. Like they're yes. not reliable. <laughs> like uh, uh, it's not it's not a a yeah real science really. Yeah, and that's also why I'm very happy that um that they changed this challenge up because like saying obviously they know when a person is telling the truth or lying about their relative because production knows who they are related to but the idea that they're basing this on like a lie detector test just feels very flimsy Mm -hmm. and just like not not that this has to be a very serious show but like we need to have some type of like confident measurement of who is the winner and who is in the bottom two here yeah yeah I think it um I agree that it was good the way that they changed that up yeah to to where they actually had to do something yeah I agree this was a really good use of this cast too because we've been talking about like how strategic they are and that they are very observant and I like Mm -hmm. that they had to be a little more involved this challenge I feel like last season we had a very fun group, but not necessarily the most strategic group. So now we have changed it up for a cast that might be a little more strategic. Yeah, I think we might see that going forward too now that people have actually seen what the show is. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if they do something different next season as well to kind of follow Mm -hmm. through with the theme here. But JR thinks that Gabe is related to Julius Peppers. Apparently, there are a lot of clues on the clue wall now related to Julius Caesar um, and some other things related to NFL stuff that I would not personally know. So, you know, just I will take his word for it here. Obviously, that is not who I think Gabe is related to. You know, whatever works, works here for them. We know that Gabe is not related to an NFL player because – we have heard Gabe's confessional saying he's not related to an NFL player. But so they asked Gabe if his relative has uh, ever played in the NFL, to which he says, yes. Has his relative played for the Seahawks? No. Has he played offense or defense? And he said both. (laughs) And which I love. And then has he ever won the Heisman Trophy, to which he says yes. And Gabe is elated after this round and a little more confident in his game, I would say, because they're only asking football-related questions, which we know from just hearing Gabriel's game that he is not related to a football player. Yeah, it was so funny when he was just like, I don't watch sports. So relatable there. (laughs) Honestly, it was like, oh, my God, same. So I think after this, it's safe to say that, like, going into this next episode, while there's been a lot of attention pointed to Chris as a big threat to win the game, and we know that they they have not been able to pin down his relative just yet, I would say that Gabe is in the best position as long as things continue to go the way that they are going. And we'll talk a little more about this and why I think it moving forward. But part of the reason for this is because they are way off base on who they think his relative is. Mm-hmm. Next up, and is this, no, we have two more left. So Hugo is kind of the opposite of Gabe here. So Gabe is very straightforward with his answers and he just happens to be a good liar. Hugo is a good liar in that he is playing absolutely chaotically and does not really care about like what the heart monitor is saying. And it's very hard for people to tell whether or not he's lying or telling the truth. So they're able to 
pinned down that Hugo is related to a president, but they don't know which one. And the two main choices here are Jimmy Carter and Donald Trump. So they want to ask questions related to him being a president. So they ask if his relative was president in the last eight years, to which he says no. They ask how old is his relative, and he says 98, um, which I believe is Jimmy Carter's age. So that's kind of on the money for that. And then he says what political party are they affiliated with, to which he says Republican Party. This would not be Jimmy Carter if he was telling the truth. However, I believe he is lying here. Yeah. I, I gotta think say, it's got to be Jimmy Carter at this point. Yeah, I, I especially after hearing Chris and Monet figure out his clue, I don't see how his relative isn't Jimmy Carter. Yeah. I would be shocked if it was anybody else. But I did enjoy seeing Hugo just have fun trolling all of them. Like, mm-hmm. I did not expect to be a huge fan of Hugo starting the season but i i am ending like this episode very much like rooting for hugo's success yeah forward yeah in the game. <laughs> too yes yeah. and then finally we have monet so this part is a little tricky because monet gave gabriel his bless her blessing sorry monet has given gabriel her blessing to un- pulling her clue in the wine cellar and gabriel has sort of betrayed her i mean he has because he gave that information to chris which was kind of the antithesis of why she did not want someone else to be pulling her clue and he wants to figure out who her relative is without revealing that he is giving her information to other people so they can't ask directly if like her relative has been in Curb Your Enthusiasm, but they do want to have some questions to kind of narrow down some of the options here. So they asked Monet if their relative was a game show host. Is he an actor? Was your relative ever on 30 Rock? And do they have, have they ever done stand-up comedy? She says yes to all of these questions. Um, The only so I'm a little confused here because Carson says after this that the Steve Harvey theory might have died after this round. And of course, this might be editing, but Steve Harvey is all of these things. Except was he on 30 Rock? He was not on 30 Rock. That was the one like so he is a game show host. He is an actor like that's how he got his start. And he has Mm -hmm. done stand up comedy like he was on. Um one of the comedy sent like one of the uh uh kings of comedy tours Mm -hmm. so like he is all of these things and she could be lying about 30 rock i don't know if her actual relative has been on 30 rock before or not like as a guest star or anything like that but um i i think that things are Maybe not as great for Monet as they were a few episodes ago because people are kind of like looking away from that option. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of this challenge, um, they score based on who was able to determine correctly who was lying and telling the truth the most and who was the most off base. So with a very impressive score, Gabriel was the person that was able to be the best detective this challenge. Um, I did not expect this. Like, not that I wasn't expecting Gabriel to do well, but I didn't know 
where this challenge was going to go. And I'm kind of surprised that that's where it went. I'm, But I'm very happy about this because we are Team Gabe. Yeah, I was wondering if they get to keep, like, if they were able to know which, um, or if they got to keep their, like, notes from that. Oh, yeah. Where they, like, said what they thought were the truth and the lies. So he would at least know, if not which ones he got right, like, at least know that he got most of them right and therefore, like, I don't know. I was just wondering wondering about that because I could be very valuable. (laughs) Yeah, I my guess is no, because it might just be like too valuable too, yeah. at this point in the game. But my guess is they definitely have talked about it and we just didn't see it in the edit. Like if Gabriel got most of these questions right in determining how how likely someone was able to answer something truthfully or not, they can kind of narrow down the probability of whether or not like this person is actually related to the person that they're leaning towards. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. even just like from memory, they, they got yeah. a lot. Of this. Yeah. And then Olivia and Chris had the least correct answers. So they are the bottom two and one of them will be voted the guesser. This is where things get very interesting because they both need to prepare to be the guesser in some way, but they have very different approaches to it. So Chris asked Monet to see Carson's clue and they also want to figure out Hugo's clue to kind of narrow down their options here so they figure out from Hugo's clue that his relative is Jimmy Carter I would never have guessed the peanuts thing from those two emojis but they were able to do that kudos to them I did yeah I did like I did uh, when I was looking at it again I was like not like I I had it. I had the thought that it could be nuts, but then I was like, "That's like weird, though. <laughs> like it's a weird yeah. way to do it." But yeah, turned out to be that's what it was. And I'm not. I get it. So I'm not. I am not going to be like too salt, like too like hard on the clues here and like that. But like, I do not get how they got peanuts out of that. But all I would need is the farmer emoji to be like, it's Jimmy Carter because he's just the only president known for being a farmer of any kind. So they were able to pin down that it's Jimmy Carter, but this is not good enough for them because Chris still doesn't want to be the guesser. So their plan moving forward here for, and by they, I mean, Chris, Monet and Gabe, they want Olivia to guess Carson's relative or incorrectly guess Hugo's because if she guesses Carson's relative and she's right, they take out Carson without having any opportunity for them to go home here. If Olivia's wrong, they eliminate the person that they know the least about. And if they incorrect, if she incorrectly guesses Hugo's relative, then They also eliminate a person that they know the least about. Mm -hmm. And they want to keep Hugo around for a layup. So this seems like a lot, but they end up doing it. So I can't be very mad at them for it. Like, this is uh, is very elaborate work here. Kind of. I mean, like, I get it, but they really just, like, turned hard on Olivia. Even in, I think it's the next scene. Yeah, literally the next scene are Olivia and Chris hanging out, going over notes. And I think, like, Olivia isn't so naive that she trusts Chris implicitly, like, 100%. Mm -hmm. But she is taking his word 
on a lot and it ends up really biting her in the ass because as we see there is a lot that she wasn't able to cover like this leads to her ultimately guessing Carson wrong um and I don't think this is specifically because she trusted Chris so much but like they did a number on this girl before she ended up getting eliminated this episode right yeah yeah, so basically the two things that they're doing here is pushing the narrative that Carson is related to Jeff Gordon, which they, they're they just not confident about. Like, I think if anybody at that point had been the guesser, they would have picked Carson and made the same guess. But they just aren't sure one way or the other. And at the same time, convincing Carson or convincing Olivia that Hugo's relative is definitely Donald Trump because of the clue. Um that's a it, it's a lot it's a whole thing yeah it's they're they really were i mean like we said earlier they're really doing a lot of a lot of gameplay here they were quite literally doing the most here and it ended <laughs> up working in their favor but i feel like they did not even need to bring hugo's relative in to consideration here and just be like oh yeah if i get picked the guesser i'm gonna guess carson and it's gonna be jeff gordon and then have them just all vote olivia yeah they like already had the the easy thing but i think because they were feeling like carson was i feel like chris was really just like time to get olivia out and if we're right about carson she'll stay in so yeah yeah that's definitely what they were thinking going into this guess off but I just feel like they did a lot of steps to something they could have just gone if they did not tell her anything about Hugo anyway yeah yeah but there was no way to know yeah exactly so I mean it ended up working out but they did a lot of steps to get there so the other thing that we know about is that Gabe as the winner of this challenge not only is he safe and he gets an advantage for next challenge he also gets to once again pick a clue from the wine cellar and there's only three clues available for him now so it's his own clue which he's obviously isn't I don't think he can pick his own clue I'm guessing I was wondering that (laughs) I my guess is no because immediately if I had the opportunity I would just say I'm picking my own clue yeah, but, just get it out of there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want other people up in my business. But so they don't – he can't end up doing that. So he's not pulling his own clue. The other two clues left are Olivia's and JR's. But if he picks Olivia's clue and, he's elim- and Olivia is eliminated tonight, which is their plan, then he wasted a clue. This clue is now right. useless to him. So by process of elimination here, he picks JR's and – What I get from this clue, now Gabe going into the wine cellar was very confident in JR's relative being a basketball player, and then he just had to figure out which one. Now he gets the clue, which I think is something to effect of the bold artist who sang Old Town Road, which means that his relative is Lil Nas X, Mm -hmm. and now Gabe knows that JR has been blowing smoke about his relative being a basketball player. I was so excited. Though I'm so yes. excited that he's related to Lil Nas X. Yeah, I know that I shouldn't be excited about Jr. getting eliminated, but I want him to talk about his brother being Lil Nas X as yeah. well. Like and I want to hear what I they're... hope we get a video. I really, of all of the relatives that we could be waiting on videos for, I really want to see 
JR's video from his brother. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's his brother. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I, that would make the most sense. Like, I guess he could be a cousin or something, but I'm pretty sure it's his brother. Yeah. And they don't really look alike to me, yeah, I at don't least. Think so. But I would love to hear more about like their relationship as family members. Me too. Yeah. So and Chris, I think he, or, I think that they'll figure him out next. Oh probably. yeah, definitely. I see. J- at this point, I see Jr. being like fifth or fourth place, like mm-hmm. around there. If I had to guess, um, moving forward, and I, there could be a world where he gets eliminated next episode. I'm not leaving that out of question but i see him being like once gabe is in a tough spot he's going to guess jr like that's kind of the world that i'm seeing for him right now um but gabe does show this clue to chris because and i actually really love this segment if we get now i don't know for sure whether or not gabe is going to end up winning this season but it feels very lc-esque of a confessional Mm -hmm. here because Gabe is explaining his reasoning for showing Chris JR's clue. He wants to have all sides of the house thinking that he is on their side and it's going to be him and that person in the final two. And because of that reasoning, people will feel sort of a comfort towards him. Like they want to protect him They because him being him going far in the game means that they go in the far far in the game and therefore their secrets go far in the game. Mm-hmm. And he has this amazing villain line here where he's like, I don't want to get exposed, like JR, basically. And I love this line, and I think it really speaks to Gabriel's game here. If he does not win next challenge. His clue is guaranteed to be coming out here. Like, he needs to win out to avoid getting his clue exposed moving forward. But I am not too worried about, like, Gabe's next episode. I'm, like, I am loving where the edit is taking us with Gabe as a character. Yeah, me too. I think, um, you know, he started out not knowing that much about like the people everyone was guessing you know like he he wasn't sure about like Neil deGrasse Tyson um Mm -hmm. he like seemed definitely seemed surprised about Jimmy Carter as a guest um but he's always been a smart game player yeah um and he's like really come into like a very powerful position in the game yeah and he's very um like He is very good at the social aspect of this game. Like he, if there's one thing that he's good at, it's making friends. And I think that he's doing it in a way that isn't making him out to be a strategic mastermind like what Chris is doing. So I think people are aware that Chris is holding all the cards right now. And part of that is because of some of the choices that Gabe has made. But I do see a world where this benefits Gabe because when they come after the two of them, I think Chris is going to be the first one they start making guesses about. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I'm very excited to see where this goes. I could definitely see a world where Chris and Gabe are final two, or at least I do see Gabe being in the final two at this point. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Uh, So I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I feel like, there are a couple people that 
I'm a little worried about moving forward. Like I, there are maybe of the six people left, I could definitely see a world where Carson, Hugo, or Jr. are going this next episode. Like those would be my guesses for like who is definitely going next. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see that for Chris, Gabe, and Monet currently. Yeah, I think I think that's a really solid guess yeah. for final three. Yeah. But like, again, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. (laughs) All right. Are we ready to talk about the guess off? Yes. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. So Olivia is voted as the guesser. Um, Now, Olivia had been wavering back and forth between Hugo, who they had been trying to convince her is Donald Trump's relative, but she is pretty confident that this is Jimmy Carter's relative. And picking Carson, who... Amongst the house, they think that I they do genuinely think that she's related to Jeff Gordon. She ends up going what she thinks is the sure thing here and going for Jeff Gordon here. So she picks Carson, is very sorry about picking her one of her, if not her closest friend in the house and guessing Jeff Gordon. They do the little countdown and the film melts, which means that she is wrong. So Olivia is officially out of the game. Jeff Gordon is not Carson's relative. And it is now revealed to us that Olivia's relative is Jenny McCarthy, which I yeah. never would have guessed. So <laughs> Everyone was so shocked. I love Hugo's reactions yes. in every episode. <laughs> Hugo's not there to win. He's just there for the vibes. Yeah, he's just there to have the most surprised face of anyone. He's there for reactions, and that's about it. And honestly, (laughs) who can blame him? He's there for a good time. Yeah, I will. I I mean, by, you know, this point in the episode, even earlier, uh, I knew that Olivia was going to be out um, just... Because, you know, obviously they the house hadn't figured out who she is, but I knew because of the spoiler when my mom texted us. Oh, my God. <laughs> about how they had, uh, about how she, the whole, she had everyone in the house fooled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, um, so I knew, I knew at that point that Carson was probably not related to Jeff Gordon because I looked up his car and there was no beer um, sponsorship on there. And if you just Google Jeff Gordon's car, you know that that is not – he is not the Bud Light or the Budweiser sponsorship that they are talking about in The Clue. But, it, yeah, it was it was quite a reveal. I thought I was going somewhere with the New Year's Eve cast and it being, like, either one of the people that we had talked about mm-hmm. or it being Ashton Kutcher. And I was very wrong. It ended up being Jenny McCarthy. She had this very nice message from Jenny about how much she loves her niece, and I thought it was very sweet. Yeah, that was it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't think Olivia has technically done, like, anything wrong here. I just think that she should have gone with guessing Hugo and kind of trusted her gut more than she trusted some of the other people in the house. But yeah. she had a very good chance of winning if she made it past this round. Yeah, she really kind of just – floated in the middle kind of the whole time um so i mean i was like she was grown on me you know i was like oh yeah but also like 
Yeah. She, you know, not not the most entertaining, and yeah. like you know, not who I was voting, who I who I want to see win necessarily, yeah. but I think she definitely could have gone really far. Yeah. Now that I know this is how, so the way I was thinking about it, I assumed that we were saving Olivia towards like one of the end episodes, which is why we didn't see a a huge presence from her in the edit. That too. Yeah. So I thought it was like her moments coming soon, but not so soon, like not right now. Mm-hmm. But as it got further into this episode, you could kind of see where it was going. Um, so I'm not upset about how this went because I, I think this was a really good bait and switch for the audience because they really didn't give us a whole lot to let us know like who Olivia's relative is. And that definitely made for like a more shocking reveal to the audience. I do wish we got to see a little bit more of Olivia and her personality. Cause what we did see, I liked other than the fact that she was aligned with Carson and Chris, like, but that's not, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. I can forgive her for that. Cause I don't hate Carson or quit or Chris. They just are not Gabe or Monet. And that is their fatal flaw. Yeah, it's not their fault. Yeah, exactly. It's not their fault they're not as funny as Gabe and Monet. <laughs> but with that, so we didn't get a whole lot. Usually at the very end of the episode after the eliminated plater leaves, we start to get this idea of like who the next target is going to be. However, we don't really get that here. We get more so that everybody is shocked and they didn't realize how good of a game Olivia was yeah. playing. So we shocked start- and on edge. Yeah. So basically we end going into the final six with everyone being like, oh, this is a whole new game. We have no idea what's going to be happening next. Yeah. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was just like, uh-oh, we might not know as much as we think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's basically how we end it. Some of the scenes from the next episode indicate that they might be targeting Chris next round. We'll see if they're actually successful on this or not. But I'm very excited. We are at the second half of Claim to Fame season two. We are now more than halfway done with the season. And I'm very excited to see where it goes from here. Me too. Yes. So... That concludes our episode six recap of season two of Claim to Fame. Thank you, Ari, for once again joining me for this. And once again, I will ask, where can people follow you? And is there anything that you would like to promote? Uh, I have nothing to promote except for all of Gia's stuff. So check it out. Thank you. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Classically Gia for all of my reality TV shenanigans. Here on Silent Podcast, I am doing Claim to Fame recaps on our podcast Sister Act, but I am also doing recaps on Project Runway Season 20 with the podcast Make It Work, which I do with Naomi Calhoun and Nicole Horn. And finally, I am soon to be releasing season, or not season two, episode two of Slosh Survivor. We have a great theme coming and great guests as well. And I'm very excited. So if you love Drunk History and you love Survivor, this is the podcast to keep an eye out for. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Sister Act. This has been a great season to be podcasting about, especially now that we are in a spoiler-free format like what... We were not able to do when we recap season one. And I can't wait to see how the end of this season goes. 
Thank you all for supporting us along the way and stay tuned for what we have next. Bye. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.